shit, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing on there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 173. What? Or is it two? I think it's... No, it's... Fuck, it's 172. <laughs> Jesus. Start 174 off. minus two. Amazing start. I was just... I was just telling... I was just telling myself in my head, I'm like, you're good. This Are you a time so traveler? Good. Yeah. <laughs> just dumb. So dumb. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Are you having a good week? Or are you having a good time? I'm sure you're having uh, uh, some range of good or bad. A week. A week. If it's bad, don't worry. It's going to get good. And if it's good, enjoy it while it lasts, you little fucks. <laughs> Fair point. Jesus, this Fair dark, point. dark start yeah. to this podcast. Loving it. Here. Loving it. Uh, it's all jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, what I really want to do is bring our point of focal attention, if I may, Focus in on uh, our, our amazing guest today. Our guest uh, today is the uh, co-founder of uh, Storied. Oh, sorry, but I, I fucked this up. Stories Beach Stories Productions. Beach Productions. You got it, man. When you said it just before we went live, I actually uh, I had just, I fucked you. I jumbled it. In I my fucked head. you on that Stories one. Stories Beach Productions. You got it. That's right. I was going to say beaches, like plural, like the old movie with uh, Bette Midler. What? Is that the origin of this? <laughs> no, not exactly. But anyway, my guest is, uh, our guest is uh, uh, amazing. Uh, this is the loosest intro I have done in 172 episodes. That's categorically untrue. It's <laughs> not even up for debate. I don't know the ones that have been looser, but I know that this is not the loosest. For sure. Not in, it might not even be top five. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Steve Michael. How are you doing, sir? I am. I am just stoked to be here, pal. Thank you so much for having me. I here. wanted to take a lot of pressure off you right off the jump, so I was sure. like, "What I'll do is I'll fumble through the intro." Oh, because you I think I'm going to fumble? Well, then, well, <laughs> then you can. And you just, just re-added the pressure. Yeah. Now you can go through the whole episode being like, "Well, at least I didn't fuck it up like this guy." Oh yeah, like man! Right off the bat, 172 no, times you fucked this no up. No professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, how are you doing, my friend? I am doing amazing, pal. Like I said, man, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Oh, um, this uh, is my Larry King Live. Wow. Well, <laughs> uh, it's kind of ominous. I don't have any <laughs> suspenders. I got to try my best. But he's he's like a legend, man. Oh, yeah. He's a fucking honest legend. Did you actually watch his stuff when he was on air? Uh, not all of it. Like, you know, bits and pieces, especially through the big, like, the current events and all that when he'd be everywhere. But is he still alive? He's alive. He is alive. Allegedly. I don't want to say well. Yeah. He's not alive and well. He's like he's a California alive. raisin. He's just shriveled up to nothing. He was like that in his like 30s. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, but yeah. No, he's a good man. Yeah. He's done <laughs> a lot. Kidding. Done a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just kick him real hard. and then, oh, yeah, He's okay. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you right off the bat. You you mentioned like a Bette Midler movie. What are you talking about? Why, oh, is your production company named after a Bette Midler movie? No, it's not, man. My production company is actually named named after uh, the little part of Cam River I was growing up, Stories Beach. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's just a little. It's a neighborhood just on the outskirts, and that's where pretty much uh, my sister still lives there. My fucking cat lives there. Um, you have a, what's your cat's name? Peanut. Well, Peanut. Mm. it was Peanut, and then I got rid of his. You know, so now he's just Pea. Oh. No. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Fair. Uh, no, it's That's my fair, s- but, but uh, to be clear, though, Ca- Campbell River is uh, on the island. Van- it is. Uh, it is about mid Vancouver Island, just uh, about an hour north of Nanaimo. Okay. Uh, three hours north of Victoria. I was trying to explain to someone the other day how big Vancouver Island really is, and they, they didn't get it. I was like, man, you could fit England and Japan, I'm pretty sure, in the mass. 
of Vancouver Island. And they're like, no, no way, man. And I was like, dude, maps lie to you all the fucking oh, time. Oh, yeah, of course. It's true, right? Like, yeah. So it is, do you know this? Because you live there. Like, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know exactly, like, if England could fit on or not, but I know that it's, it takes about six hours to drive north to south and about three to go east to west. And it's a, it's fucking, it's huge. And it's, a lot of it's not even a, it's the world's 43rd yet. largest island. 43rd. 43rd? Canada's 11th largest. Anyway. It's not even Canada's, like, top 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the north, to be fair, the... the I know, uh, I know. It's number one in my books. Yeah, number one in our hearts. I think yeah, that exactly. the north has, like, oh, huge yeah. islands. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's no Rankin Inlet. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's no Baffin Island, I'll say. Baffin Island is the top. Baffin Island, population eight. Yeah. Because seven people got lost. There's uh, no way. 9,563. Really? Allegedly. I hate that you had that fact right away. Like you had the stat. You're quick on the Google there. Right? Right? No, I was already kind of close. He looked it up right away. It's a pretty <laughs> nice island. Um, how long did you it live is. in the island for? I was there for 33 years. Okay, so 33 years. 33 years. So you like are, you're like a, very much a product of that environment. That is... Yeah, I'm there. That's baby. why you're so personable. Exactly. That's why you're a good guy. Island lifestyle, man. Yeah, Lucky island. lager drinkers, the good guys. The good guys. Yeah. Yeah. You're just uh, you're just a nice fella. I think I am. My parents would say the same. I hope. I like that. I mm-hmm. like the way this is going already. Me too. Do you do you <laughs> do you have any uh, 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 particular moments when you're growing up on the island that led you to kind of sort of steer yourself into entertainment? Because producing in in, in any kind of visual field is like a very very difficult job and, and here you are in a very small town what what uh what prompted that man I, I think I was honestly just I was probably started when I was probably 13 in that um, we were doing I'd like to say skateboarding films but unfortunately I was more or less a fruit booter I wasn't really one of the skateboarders I was a rollerblader I like this already yeah you were fruit booter too yeah yes Not- well, that's what the, the skateboarders called it. Oh, mm-hmm. man, I've never, I've never no? heard that phrase. So I, I tried skateboarding, but I wasn't good. And, you know, I would hang out with all the skateboarders, but they'd, they'd always give me the beats and pick on me. So, what was you know? your, like, uh, what were you reasonable enough at that they wouldn't mind hanging out with you? Uh, like, because if you're just they like. They still don't want to hang out with no, me. fair <laughs> enough. Okay, okay. But I don't want to hang out with those fuckers no, either. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. That's so good. Fair enough. Uh, but. Did you do uh, tricks though? I did, man. I, I competed at the PE in like uh, 1996. What? Yeah, in the ASA Pro Amateur Tour. So they had the Pro Tour and they had the Amateur Spot at the beginning. Do you have a photo of you doing that? Uh, I don't know if I'm not like on me, but I have couple youtube videos like i put together of us oh. skateboarding at the home but we're not showing that shit why not <laughs> let's show that right now we'll see yeah we'll but, see okay, so um so i was always rollerblading with my buddy steve monroe and he's his family <laughs> had one of those vhs cam you know those heavy things that take like yeah. four people to lift and hold so we'd always start playing around with that and just the briefcase ourselves. ones right? yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but it was using that and just having fun and really just that was our days. We would go out, we'd roll our way, we'd come home, we'd edit, and there was no editing machines or all this like digital photos that we have or digital video we have now. It was actually like put the tape in the VCR and then record, pause, record, pause, and try to make videos of that. Yeah, like hard 
in uh, in an audio, it's like it's like destructive editing. Oh god! Because right? yes. you might just accidentally record over a part you like. <laughs> it's like yeah. Anyway, okay, yeah. You'd find out. You'd be looking through the tapes, and you'd find the late night showcase that you recorded the night before. No, oh, or yeah. whatever else. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Who can say? Yeah, Larry yeah. King. <laughs> Larry King. <laughs> uh, so that really that was my first like just doing that like you know enjoying daytime when you're just a kid you're free. That's all we were doing the summer. We just film rollerblade videos and put them together. And that got me a little, you know, a little taste of what I liked. And then when I went uh, to high school, I just trained, changed schools due to uh, being bullied from grade 8 and grade 9. No, I'm just kidding. Really? No. My parents moved. can't see you being bullied <laughs> at all. Oh, well, I was bullied, man. I was bullied in grade 8 and 9, but not in, like, the bullied way to where I took it home to offense. It was just, like, I was, I was the nerd that got picked on, but everyone was my friends. You were a nerd in school? Oh, God. For grade eight, grade 8 and grade 9, I was just going through the pu- puberty changes all my friends were drinking, and I was, you know, playing GI Joes. I was, I was good at it too. Good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you be. had a mind for it. Yeah, I did. Imagination played into what you're doing. It was now. an art that I didn't know. You know, I loved the creative worlds. I loved the visuals and all that kind of stuff. So I wasn't. I, I, I was a late bloomer. I'm born in December, so a lot of the kids were a year older than me in my in my grade. But you're that. an outlier. Yeah, maybe. Just like that book <laughs> it says, all the best minds in hockey. Are born in December or January. I think every everybody born in December is better. It's just period. Yeah. That's just pretty rude, though. Do you have a tough time having to split Christmas and your birthday? Uh, it's, my birthday is actually one week before, so I, I think there's a good grace period. I don't okay. I don't really know if uh, what it's like, but I, yeah. I wish I could show you the dollar total of the amount of the people who are just like, well, I'm not getting them two gifts. Oh, that's, that's usually like, that was my grandpa usually, but I'd get a, I'd get a good gift, man. Like I'd get like the... Not just one transformer. I'd get the whole set. So, what? Oh, yeah. shit. Damn. I like Living that, that Camel River yeah. life. Mm-hmm. That island life, son. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn. So you got like all the Decepticons. No, not all of them. I wasn't allowed to play with, wasn't allowed to play with the bad guys. Oh, what? For real? No. Oh, I'm just kidding, man. Of course. I had all the Decepticons. I had all the get... Autobots, too. Steve, I'm trying to get to the heart of this issue. Okay? Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm just having too much fun. <laughs> yeah, as I sidetrack, it's okay. Well, okay, so so as as you're as you're going through this, yeah, you're getting bullied, but you're also enjoying making uh, films. So I was just joking about the bullying. What happened is my parents moved from Stories Beach into like Central Campbell River, pretty much. So I decided to switch schools because one of my best friends, my longtime friend Aaron Stricker, went there, and it was kind of just you know I was at that age and I wanted to change. I didn't really, I wasn't getting along with the people I really liked back at the old school, so. I moved there, and a guy from my hockey team was Stephen Rowe, the guy with the video camera. So, sure, yeah. But when, we got, when I got to grade 10, there was a video production course. Uh, and that was the first I saw of that, where mm. we actually, one of our classes was we were to shoot videos. Yeah. So that was my first A I ever got in school. I think I got 99% in that course. Whoa. And from then, it was just all I wanted to do was film. I wanted to make films. First ever. First ever. Obviously, a ringing endorsement. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to walk that back and not realize that you're good at it the only thing you got an A at. Yeah. Well, not the only thing. Well, to that that point. And then I got drama. I got to drama class. Yeah. Um, So for the next three years from 10, 11, 12, I was, that's what I did. Every course I was, all my electives were film production. I even went back after graduating and took film production because they had a morning announcements class where we got to do like live performances, but I wasn't in it in my grade 12 years. Really? Yeah. I went back and took that one and it really just opened it. And it really sucks because I decided, like, right after school, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take some time off and going to move to Victoria and try to really... <clears throat> My plan was to actually go to Vancouver Film School right out of 
uh, finishing graduating high school. Right. But I decided to take a break and I moved to Victoria, which just led me on a path of the restaurant industry where the next like 10 years were. And town. Yeah. So, so in that path, as you leave, you're obviously, you just racked up the electives in that. <laughs> I was similar in that. I, I failed grade 10 a few times. And so my, I basically. <laughs> allegedly. A few times. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah okay, Ricky. No, no. <laughs> no, I just failed grade 10 math. I, that was the only thing I, I fucked up. I, fa- I failed grade 10 math like twice. And so I had to like summer school it. And I did. But, uh, it was grade nine English. I had to summer school and I failed uh, grade 10 yeah. social studies. I ended up actually graduating basically in January of my grad year. And so I, I had this whole free year. I only needed one credit even that semester. So I just filled it with music. I took like, man, I, I would take grade nine, 10, and then 11 vocals. Yeah. <laughs> and then like guitar all afternoon. Awesome. And take my one little math class in there somewhere. It was just silly. And I would just crush all these fucking, anyway. Uh, that, was, that was just, uh, I, I relate to like stacking electives is what I mean. It was yeah. Like, I was, that was really. I had a pretty clear idea of what I liked when I was in high school as well. Yeah, same yeah. here. So when you got to Victoria, what was the first step? The first step was I got to Victoria and I just found a job. I was working at uh, Moxie's restaurant and started in the kitchen there. Um, <clears throat> really didn't know what to do. I looked at a couple of film schools and all that stuff, but I just it was a new experience. Like the first time out of my house, away from my parents, my there's no rules now, right? What year is this? This is 1999. Okay. Early 2000, I'm thinking. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I moved there and all my friends started moving there and, you know, I just got a sidetrack. School wasn't like film school wasn't what I wanted anymore. It mm-hmm. was I'm free. I'm living this newfound party life. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm working in restaurants. There's bartenders. You're meeting new people. Everything's it's just a whole new world. Fucking quote in a lot in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you live film. in town wherever it is. It is a great film. He will only quote films with multiple awards or nominations. <laughs> like, you know, when you grew up, like the same, like it was Kenora where you're from. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a small town. When you moved out here, you, or when you leave from some place where you think it's the biggest place, and then you move into Victoria, which is the first city I ever lived in. Like it was, we had one bar, I think, or maybe two bars in Canberra River. And then you yeah. get there and there's this whole nightlife of like, every doorway is a new place and it starts this new chapter. So like I lost, I lost sight of what I was wanting to do through school just to go and be human. Yeah. And grow. Well, Cause you have to live life mm-hmm. to actually understand that it's hard to relate and associate with people in that, in the industry you want to do it. If you don't have any life experience, mm-hmm. it's reality behind it. Yeah, true. The, the process though, from uh, big city, you know, immersion and like checking out, like, uh, like working in, uh, the restaurant industry and whatnot. What was the, what was the, the next like concrete step that you're like, okay, I'm going, I'm going to school or, uh, was well, that, there was, was that the next step? there was a lot like, this is the big start of jackass, right? Do you remember the jackass like movement? Of um, so that was I'm, huge to me. Like I've been a jackass my whole life. I, I'm saying, the youngest of three. I didn't know we had that in common. Yeah, well, I, I knew that the first time I'm I saw a huge you. CKY fan. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like I'm all the way back from the original land speed. Yeah. When they when they had their shitty land speed deal, and Dude, I, I was, was on that. I've, yeah. I've been a major Bam Margera fan since I since I could basically remember being a fan of anything. That makes two of us, man. Yeah. I had everything. I had all the CKYs, the box set, and we yeah. just would replay those, and we'd go out, and we, uh, my parents got me a wicked video camera. This is uh, right in the time. When the right before it's pretty shitty. It was right before uh, like the digital start, so it's just those little small tapes. It's like the Super mm. Eight or no, the the Max Digi Eight or whatever. Digi, yeah, I can't like really that, remember yeah. what it was, but I got one of those. So 
we would just go out and film daily. We'd drink and film. For, that's all we did in that's Victoria. We'd just go out, like, throwing yourself in the harbor or dressing up in cheetah suits, running around, like, all that stupid stuff of fun. Trying to, like, <laughs> Steve-O was my idol, man. Yeah, like, dude. You know, he's the most crazy guy named Steve I knew, and <laughs> I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be like Fair. him. I wanted yeah. just to make people laugh. And, well, if someone was doing something stupid, well, I'm yeah. going to up that. So that was my 20s. Dude, yeah. That was my 20s and living that. And then it was just came to the point where... You know, this, this, my 20s are done now, and I'm just not, not loving what I'm doing, and it's time for the change. And that's when I, I looked back and I thought about <clears throat> where I wanted to be, and Vancouver Film School popped into my head. VFS. Yeah, so it took about a couple of years after that, really, just to get everything together. And I finally got the courage, and I applied, and I was accepted right away and made that transfer from Victoria to Vancouver, which changed my life and brought these opportunities to me. And yeah. What, still growing. What campus did you attend then? When? I attended the one on Water Street. The one down in Gastown? Yeah, Gastown Water Street. There. That's the new one, right? Uh, it was, I think it was, yeah, they took it over a couple of years ago. When right. They, well, I was there in 2015, so. When I had my second studio in, uh, in uh, Gastown, um, they were, they had, like, they were basically building it. Okay. They are building it out. Because I remember walking by every day and being like, God damn, this is like, a hundred thousand square feet, like this huge. It huge, is, yeah, yeah, it's fucking huge, it's massive. But you went there, you enjoyed that. Did, did you ever talk to anyone who went to the old campus? I've met a couple people that went there, even like 10, 20 years ago. Well, maybe not twenty years ago, but I've met people throughout, uh, just in the industry, going yeah. around and that. Who had, and um, everybody says, I'm trying to think actually what. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to. I think it's haunted. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is haunted. I'm pretty uh, sure. Seymart haunted, noted ghost enthusiast. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. major. No. Every time the show ends, first question Seymart asks the guest: Do you have any ghost stories? Really? What an absurd notion. He always hits him with. He's like, "Hey, listen. I mean, I am curious, but <laughs> I wouldn't be that curious." Is it seeing no. is believing to you? He's never nope. once ever prompted a guest with that question but i can oh. see it in his eyes he always wants to ask it did you see the way he, he threw cold water on it and then he's like oh, i am intrigued I, I saw that yeah he does obviously want i to like that. abandoned shit but in terms of like <laughs> not like shit you would find in the road <laughs> abandoned jesus christ was that, i didn't was see that a ghost <laughs> yes that's a, that's a geist yeah. <laughs> we got ourselves some poltergeist action boys um so back to the, uh, the vfs uh, I've met some people who attended back in the day, but I don't really know anyone, or I don't have any good stories about nah. it. So. I shot a video in the old campus, I think. Which one? In um, the, where was the old campus? That well, was I was up just, on... It was just a song I produced. Are oh, there not still a couple campuses, or is it only there, one? See, I don't know. No, there's... I don't know. They have, like, ten different ones all well, over I thought there's a couple downtown, at least. There's, there's one auxiliary There's, one. like, the sound design campus. There's the, the game, game, game design yeah, campus. Yeah, yeah. You got... As well as the film production, right behind it is the VFX. And now I think they have one for uh, virtual reality as well. Oh, wow. Um, uh, oh, they I have didn't the acting it was campus like, and the uh, writing campus. So. Yeah, I didn't realize it was satellite. They like, fucking own Gastown. Basically, yeah. right? Jesus Christ. They're the lords of Gastown. It's a good school, though. Yeah. You enjoyed your time I, there? I did. I, uh, I met a lot of good people there. I'm still... That's pretty much my whole team for Stories Beach is people from Great. my class. Yeah. Is that where you met Jordy Joseph? I did. Me and Jordy Joseph met there. Um, he, we were both pretty much uh, the outgoing, the loud ones, the, the how do I say this, in the nicest <laughs> What kind way. of class did you have? <laughs> like, what was the dynamic of the uh, other students that like, you kind of yeah. shared with? 
it was it was great. It was so like people from everywhere. We had Korea to Mexico, Iran, everywhere. So people all over the world just come nice. together for one reason. That's it's just cool, all man. to learn really film cool. and really, you know, find out who we were. And that's what VFS like the best thing about it was. Like it was expensive as shit. I'm not going to say they gave me the best education, but they pointed me in the right direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the people that I met there will be forever friends, and that's worth the fucking tuition alone. That's exactly what I say about going to Pavi. Yeah. Pavi, who's, it's not even a school anymore that doesn't even exist. But I literally remember like day one when I started there, they said, uh, just so you guys know, the education you're receiving here is kind of an anomaly. And it is, you're like the first wave, like the first couple years that'll ever be educated like this yeah. in like a private school setting for music because this doesn't really exist there there wasn't really curriculums like that developed and uh when i was there uh they told me this and then like what 15 years 13 years later 12 not even i think it was like 11 years later gone they're just yeah. gone. but same thing it was very expensive and if could have just traded Tuition for uh, a list of, of contacts yeah. of people that I'd know forever and would always be uh, up for a chat or, or something like that, down to help. Yeah. Then, yeah, I probably would have took that over the thing. But there was, yeah, there was some good stuff I learned. But, again, it's not the best education. Did I, they make you yeah. do any courses that were, like, utter bullshit? In my school? Like, no, just in either school. I went to the Art Institute, oh, which is you? like, this is just oh, the game design okay. version. This is just like a, a trifecta. Right. I would say like for, game design, <laughs> for game design, the uh, the game program at the time was yeah. definitely, for VFS, sorry, mm-hmm. was definitely like a superior program. And it already had a good film program. But they also made us take, or sorry, like different class, but... They made us take some weird shit that was just what's a not, weird, what's like, weird class you took? team building color, no like color like color theory <laughs> yeah color theory and like I get it I don't I get it what are you talking about color like theory. I appreciate that I know that color theory is a thing that exists but I I've don't believe it was a valuable thing for me to spend like four months or whatever it was to like look at every couple days yeah I, I don't know what this is i've never even heard of this I what is, we color? had film theory in a way it was just uh yeah, like i know music theory. it was a bullshit class but it was, it was it was also like there's a lot of info given out like telling about structures of film and all that but no one was like oh fuck yay film theory today i can't mm. wait you know like you have any weird courses like something almost unrelated to your team field. building team oh yeah team building saying, was yeah. fucking it was the dumbest thing ever isn't that kind of we had a team building we had course? a team building class that would make me fight people oh god and like the test this is the stupidest thing they had a final quiz and he prepped us for this quiz and when we get the quiz the questions were so outrageous and on this world like every <laughs> single person we're looking at this fucking thing and oh, there's no answer but the the quest it, it was what he wanted us to see how we reacted to it. Mm, see yeah. how we came to, together as a team to say, we don't like your fucking quiz. We don't want to do this. Like, it was the stupidest thing, and it was like two months. Anarchy class? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, so, yeah, fuck you, team building. I, that's, <laughs> weird that, that's weird that you fair, had that experience fair. with the team building thing. Because I, I had a test once in high school. A substitute teacher gave us a test. It was like this handout he handed everyone. And it was like 100 questions. Yeah. And he's like, if that's you finish this. Handout. He's like, if that's you finish notebook. this. You can go early. And we were like, what? Unheard of. Especially in Catholic school. I was like, actually stay late because yeah, it takes so long. Right? Exactly. So I was like, okay. So we start going through it. And the questions are like this. They start off really simple, like, what's two plus two? And you're like, four. And then like it goes down. Allegedly. It gets into like, once you're in like the tens, twenties, or whatever, it'll say things like, um, <clears throat> it's like, clear your throat 
loud three times. And you'd be like, <clears throat> and then you start seeing other people in the class are reaching the same point. So everyone starts clearing their throat or whatever. By like question 50, it's like, if you're the first person to reach this point, if you've reached this and you're the very first person, yell out loud, I am the first person to reach this point and I am the best. And then so you're like, you get to this and then someone does it after you. The whole the whole class is just like boo. Yeah. It's like this guy's not paying attention. Setting right? up. And then <laughs> you get to the final failure. question, and it's like okay, because like the very first the very first uh, thing was just like please read all instructions carefully and complete the test. And so by the end of the the very last one hundred, it, it says uh, it's like okay, uh, uh, have you completed all the questions? Good. Uh, well, now you can begin the test. Yeah. And you're like what? And, and so you're supposed to just read. The thing and put your name on it and you can leave. Oh shit! So this guy just basically juiced the whole class. That's hilarious. Juiced us. That's fun. I like. Yeah, to do that's, that. I like, like a learning. Like, yeah, yeah. He put us in the juicer. Sign up for that he, team he building. He was class. like, he's yeah. like, and that's why you always read the instructions. And I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I always read, did read ahead on tests though. <laughs> that's great though. I like yeah, that. They, that was that was a weird situation. I'm not a guy to read instructions. Nah. Oh, I don't even read menus. Oh, Jesus. It drives Liz crazy. She'll, she'll like be waiting. She knows exactly what she wants. And then she'll be like, what do you want? And I'll be like, just give me like, I don't know, pasta or something. She's oh, like, they don't have so pasta. fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate that. I, go to, I used to go to lunch with this guy a bunch of times. And he would be like, oh, just give me the standard burger. I'm like, you, I know there's a burger on the menu. Why are you ordering the standard? The, the worst is they have one burger. I got wings once with Seamart. And he's, it's like they have 100 different kinds of wings, right? Yeah. 42, and he's like, 42 wings. He, yeah, he's like, he's like uh, oh, yeah, what are you getting? I was like. I don't know, probably wings. Again, didn't look at the menu, and he's like, so she comes up, the you know, server comes up, she's like, what are you going to get? I'm like, I don't know, like honey garlic. It's literally the, the number one. one. Like, it's the first out of like the, I don't know, 4,200, whatever. Uh, it was just silly. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I, I, I'm, I try, I'm not trying to enjoy it. I want to just eat it and get going. I have music to produce and fucking oh people my God. smack. Such an unfortunate Why are you gonna approach. Smack people? That's good. <laughs> because people question me about my food. How about that? How about that? But yeah, I don't read menus. Yeah, uh, I, I can't say the same. Jesus. Yeah, I was gonna say I work normal in the people restaurant read, industry yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciates a well done menu, I'm sure. You're a pro though. That's that's different. Ah, that's sidetracked. Let, yeah. let me get back on track here. So you're a VFS. I don't remember what track we're on. Yes, VFS. You're a VFS. Yes. Let's cue some music. A very here. fun school. Mm-hmm. You're, let's cue. <laughs> let's cue Electric Light Orchestra. Evil Woman. Oh God. Oh, yeah, you like this? Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, so that's you. <laughs> that's you're in college. And you're walking out, yeah, enjoying yourself, yeah. Just happy. Taking shit. So so school's winding up. School's winding up. Are you producing films while you're in there? So that's the one thing. I didn't do producing in film school what did you do i did production design cinematography those were my what i specialize in uh they they really didn't sell producing in the first couple like classes they said it was paperwork Mm. little did i know that that was the paperwork that controls everything um Mm. so i just it was i didn't go to film school i I knew nothing like i said i was the kind of guy that it was me and my camera that was me i didn't really study films and know anything about the cinematography anything about the direction all that i just was point and shoot so when I got there, I wanted to do whatever I could with the camera. So I followed in cinematography as like a cam op. And then production design was what they said. That's the fastest way to get a job. It's really? Because it's, yeah, the set decorators. Like you just get it right out there and you're, you know, you're on set and you're working. So that's what I spent my time in. 
And I didn't realize until after, after I graduated and when I got my first grant from TELUS uh, for the Story Hive, when I <clears throat> did my show Tips, I produced that and I was realizing, like, fuck, I took the wrong shit in school. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it benefited me because the stuff I took in school makes me a better producer because I can see, like, through their eyes and I know yeah. what they're doing. So it kind of it kind of worked out, but... I'm still missing a lot of the logistics of uh, what to do. So I have to take these other courses as well just to catch me up on the shit that I didn't take. I can understand. Class. I can understand how you come to that realization. You know, just, again, convert, like just comparatively, mm-hmm. when I was in school, uh, it was an audio engineering course. And they were like, who here wants to be a producer? And everyone raised their hand except me. Oh, really? Yeah. And everyone raised their hand, and, and I was idiot. like, "Because I was, yeah, yeah totally idiot, yeah. or genius." Now, well, I, I was, uh, I was like, um, there may have been one other person in the room that, that didn't put up their hand or something, but like the uh, the artist in me, I was like, I just wanted to be more familiar with how the process worked. Yeah. So at the time, I was like, "No, I'm going to be performing and blah blah blah." So, but then the more I was there, uh, I would produce my own stuff, and then people would say, "Hey, can you make me something like this?" And I yeah. go, "Okay," and I just kind of didn't stop doing that oh so, sweet so that's just came natural yes yeah, so, man i'm really blown away by how many common values we have like, yeah like, seriously that, that's really blown away okay moving forward on that just two dope dudes just a couple fellas yep <laughs> <laughs> moving forward from that uh-huh. i i want to know so right out the bat right, right right out of the gate right out the gate right out the gate you're you're like okay uh, I know I want to be a producer now that I'm doing this stuff. Well, right out the gate, I knew I wanted to make a show. Like uh, in school, I, I I said to myself, "This is the sponge time, right? Like go there and just just learn. You know, don't try to do anything big. Don't right. try to take over." So I, was, I ended up being the class rep and all that. And I kind of I just I dipped my you know toes into a little bit of everything. So I got to see it all, learn it all. And then right when I got out. Um, Story Hive, which was a huge, huge, yeah, huge. run by Telus in the yeah, province of. Is, is it nationwide? No, it's right now. It's just Vancouver and Alberta. I think they might have expanded to Edmonton, or sorry, Canada, BC and Alberta, and I think they might have expanded to Edmonton now. Okay, um, but it's mostly just BC and Alberta, and they give out fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, maybe, maybe close to fucking a million now. It's it's pretty wild. Uh, but, even over. Um, yeah, I remember. Uh, I I remember so. Not to advance things too quick, yeah. but while you were putting together uh, what I imagine like storyboards and whatnot for for uh, tips, yeah, um, you got you were working with a young fella, friend of the show, Mizzy Miz. Uh huh. So Mizzy, uh, Mizzy's like, he's like, yeah, uh, the homeboy. He's like, okay, yo, dude, I'm working with these guys. They're awesome. They're super good guys. I, th- I think you should meet. And I was like. All right, cool. Sound good? Because like, I don't know, this happens occasionally, right? Like, yeah. But I had no idea that like they were like the best guys. He was trying to like talk to me about. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's uh, let's let's meet up. And uh, I knew right from right off the bat, like when we first met. I think we met in studio, right? Blue yeah. Light Studio. And the we one, were in, yeah, the one uh, up in like by like fortieth or something. It's like commercial, yeah, yeah, up that in area. area in Vancouver. The um, the session though was with Pay the Man, mm-hmm. so the, so Mizzy's single Pay the Man I produced, and uh, day one I met you. I remember uh, we were just chatting on the couch there, and I remember being like, 
I was like, this dude knows what the fuck he's doing. Like, oh, right off the bat, man. I knew, I knew right away. Ditto, like, bro. Yeah. No. Ditto. <laughs> I'm just a fucking guy. That session in particular wasn't my best uh, work, in my opinion. But oh, well, I agree, I actually, it. with that. Seymour, <laughs> who wasn't there, was like, I totally agree. That was your worst performance. Not worst, but you know. I beg to differ, and I was there. <laughs> yeah, it was no intro, to, no yeah. intro to 172. I'll tell you, that was yep. a fucking terrible performance right there. It's bad, but I, I yeah, I remember meeting you and, and thinking like uh, uh, just right off the bat though you're like you're very on point and you know what you're doing professional professional as fuck and very easy to work that. with which Thank is really you. nice. Oh, it's you gotta be man. You know, no one yeah. wants to work with someone that's hard. Like you don't want to work with dicks. You don't want to work with fucking lazy people. You want to work with somebody that inspires yeah. you and has the same work ethic. Yeah, you know, and I, I see that in you and your drive and your passion. You know, it's same as the Mizzy, Mizzy, that kid, man, man, that guy, solid six. Oh. Out of six. <laughs> Out of six, yeah. Ooh, busy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck, that guy's a ten. What are you talking about, man? It's like Straight ten. Boner time. Out of six. No, but that, that guy, man, I, I love him to death. And he he makes me want to be better at everything I do because his passion is I look at everything. And he's he's so selfless. He He's just there for everybody, man. His heart's so big. Dude. Okay, and I love you, buddy. Yeah, I love man. you, buddy. Mizzy's, uh, you can't say enough good things about this guy. True. Man. But yeah. I love this guy, man. Like, he, uh, like, uh, our our background we've gone over it I don't know how many fucking times on the show doesn't don't have to rehash that but basically oh you rehash with me one more time one well <laughs> just broad strokes really quick is that like we grew up like basically not liking each other and then we were like the only dudes in town that rapped and then yeah. we used to like trade disc records and then our friends actually got so into it that they would like they would fucking fight and like yell at each other and shit and meet at parties and not like each other and then I dated this girl who happened to be his best friend. Oh, no way. And then she sat us down and was like, you guys need to be friends. And then when that relationship ended, Mizzy and I just kept hanging out. Awesome. <laughs> and then I moved out here. Well, Sorry about the relationship, but awesome. Well, yeah, well, friendship. yeah. But, like, <laughs> when I moved out here, uh, uh, I was out here for a couple of years, uh, like two or three years. And then I ended up sneaking in. Basically, there, there's this house that had, like, a five-bedroom. And no one wanted to take the lease. All the people that were that were on the lease were done college or whatever and leaving oh, okay. so i came in like literally last semester for them and i was like i'll take it and they're like really it's a lot of responsibility i was like no problem and i just filled the home with all the artists i was working with oh it's amazing i had mizzy i reached out i called him right away i was like mizzy i got a place you need to come out here and blah blah, blah. that was basically that that started everything even, my, like, even g-tone that's how g-tone moved out to no vancouver that was yeah. like what 10 years ago like 2009, I think Mizzy moved out here. Okay. So, yeah, so nine years, almost 10 years ago, yeah. Wow. Where changed. was that place located? Rupert. Rupert it's uh, called the Rupert House. It was called the Rupert House. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> notorious. If I got into a cab and said, yo, take me to the Rupert House, what have I got there? The guy would have probably made you get out. <laughs> yeah. He would have like, take you no, there to his hospital. Yeah, you owe us money. <laughs> that sounds like a place I had in Victoria called the Dome. The Dome. Uh, <laughs> that already sounds notorious. Yeah. Oh, it was disgusting. Dude, yeah. The, uh, how many how many people did you live with at the dome? We had there was three bedrooms up, two down, but I think a couple of bedrooms filled with a couple of people. So, but every oh, every Friday Saturday it was the go to house, so it was packed. Like Jesus, from the weekend there was not a, like an hour where there wasn't at least three people drinking or doing drugs or party. You know, Sad, what I mean? allegedly, yeah. We turned one of the rooms into just a jam room upstairs. Yeah. So like to to walk through that was you'd have to walk through the jam room. Oh upstairs. nice, <laughs> yeah, and then. Uh, we we actually had so many keggers that it was like it was common for us to call for a keg 
them <laughs> drop off the keg and not pick up that week's keg until they drop off next week's. Oh, keg. really? Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was hilarious. That happened a few times where I was. You like, actually had a delivery service of kegs, basically. Like and I was a like, weekly route. I was like, boys, this is getting excessive. You know, kind the of Rupert out. Yeah, I found wild. those kegs were unusually strong somehow. Yeah. I feel like you'd go Wild and have five beers. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, they always felt like you could only have like five beers from that thing, and it would just be a Dude. level, a leveling. Yeah, it it rocked. It was it was pretty rad though. Yeah, uh, it definitely is. It's something you have to do in your life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. cause now you're in an apartment with your girlfriend. Well, yeah, we and, we we own like a condo now, and we're like. You know, we're we're engaged, getting married this yeah. this fall, and you're married right now, right? No, not yet. No. Wait, why she, do I think you're married? Oh, just because I have that life. I'm such an asshole. No, not she's gonna it be like, oh, dude, I yeah. did, I did exactly what I just did. So right shout there. out to Nat. Hey, babe, how are you? Yeah, what's up, Nat? <laughs> Natalie, what's up? Yeah, uh, but we live we, the same thing. Like I, I live with her just in a one bedroom downtown, and it's just so much better. Like such a better life compared to that <laughs> that house. Well, yeah, of course. Oh. Dude, thank you for being very gracious about that just now because I did exactly what I just did to you, yeah. uh, to a, to another friend, where I was like, "Yeah, hey, you guys are married, right?" And uh, I guess it had been like a point of contention where like they had not gotten married yet or something like that. So I did that, and then it was just like this fucking crazy awkward dinner where I was just like, "Oh, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry for that." And they're like, "Yeah, what's up with that? Why aren't we married?" And I was like, "Um, oh, she, oops. Probably, she she wouldn't do that. We we talk marriage, you know. We're we're yeah. in a." We've been, we're almost at, coming up to three years now. Yeah, right? And she's my best friend. So, yeah. You guys are great talk. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. man. She's awesome. She is a great girl. She's Very a jet girl. setter? <laughs> <laughs> she's all around? No, she's a air transatter. Yeah. No, well, not, I mean, she's industry-wise. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, like the, the reality of like life coming together like this mm. is that oftentimes, um, People are like, okay, I have to have my career set. Then I have to have my relationship. Then I have to do this and I have to do this. Uh, you seem like you're much more open to the idea of just making it happen as it happens. Is that accurate? I, I like to live daily. Like, daily. I, 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 I'm not a big guy to plan out my life and all that just because it's just it's too stressful. Like, I just want to wake up and live it one day at a time. And right now I'm happy where I'm at and I'm, 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 I'm moving forward. I'm pushing forward. So It's crazy. To me, contrasting that you have you have this approach to your life, which is day at a time, but uh, doing production, video production, you have to be incredibly like planned out, like months and months and years. You know, like like it's very weird. Con- like it's a weird oxymoron. But that's that's living, work right? and life. You know yeah. what I mean? It's two different things. They I just I admire that. Yeah, yeah. I admire that. Really. Well, and the thing is, like, yeah, I have, I, you're totally true. It does sound like it's a big contrast because I have plans for three years of, like, you know, first feature films, hopefully be next yeah. year and all that. But just when day to day, you know, you know, I'm all fucking stumbling on words here. No, no, no. Um, yeah, man, just living in the moment. <laughs> I, I know. Well, like, see, that's the thing. I, I don't want to put you on a spot where, like, you feel like you have to uh, lay it all out. It's more oh. like it's more that I just appreciate that you have the ability to uh, c- kind of compartmentalize. Like I'm doing this day by day, yeah. But then in addition to that, you're like I'm also I, I know what I'm going to do in my career, and I'm going to work, you know, work my this, ass off. Yeah, to that get rate. There. That's of what course. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. It's a uh, it's well, a, all of, it's all a struggle, but well, it's worth it. It wasn't a struggle when you guys ended up winning the grant for, okay. for tips. Like so, so uh, yeah. Once you explain just a little bit 
about that. So the process was like voter base. Is that right? So it is. It's voter base. It's a, it's a pitch way. Like you have to start off with a pitch. Um, StoryHive will select you, and they take it to a panel of judges, and there also is the voting stage. So there's kind of like a whole bunch of different elements all tied together to really decide deserves this grant. But mm-hmm. um, the voting base is it's like a three or four. It used to be seven days. So when I did it, it was like seven days, and you have to constantly just sit there and fucking hey guys vote 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 yeah, vote pump, pump, and pump. pump them and just be annoying but uh that worked i guess because for that first time for me it worked and i really i was on that thing i messaged every single person on my facebook individually personalized message saying hey can you like my facebook page please vote daily and i did it to the point where people blocked me people told me to fuck off like even friends <laughs> right but it was still Someone worth did it to anyone me. tell you actually fuck off? Yes, this one girl, this one actor girl told me to fuck off. Really? Yeah, fuck you. I'm not going to say her name, but back at her because I didn't need your help. I got it. So you, were, you were probably like <laughs> the ninth person that day to hit her up or well, something. Well, like, yeah. you've got to think there's usually about 200 to 300 people yeah. in Vancouver are opposing this. And it's a yeah. small community, this entertainment oh, industry. Oh, and, and to add, you didn't like cast her. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, no, I'm not going to like your shit. Like, obviously, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, so be like after the voting process is done so it, it's tiered right so yeah uh when you guys won what did you win so we won a ten thousand dollar grant for a 10 minute short so we had to produce we had about three months i think in total after you win the grant to have a 10 minute short and fully everything has to be done to their logistics and we we, we killed it like we got a shoot at milestones robson the old location that's now closed down it was beautiful. Like, sweet venue. Yeah, sweet venue. And our, like, our Mike C, shout out to him for letting us be there. And we got to shoot from like 12 till like 7 a.m. So it wow. was like this night shoots three days in a row. And it was just a cool experience because it, we got to bring, like I got to bring all my film, people from my film school. Mm-hmm. We all got to go out there as well as our first time casting, getting real, like great actors. Like we had like Mark Anthony Messiah, who's well known in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Like he was and played our manager. Just I luckily just ran into him at a bar once. And He's in everything. Yeah, and he was talking about. <laughs> he just finished his uh, episode of Bates Motel, and he was just talking about. It and I was like, oh yeah, well I'm in film too. We exchanged. We've been good friends ever since. He's yeah. been in like three or four of my projects, and he's there for me no matter what. It's like, hey, Mark, man, I got. I'll be there. Like nothing. So he was in uh, our. He was on our team for running guns. He was. Year, right? He was yeah. on the Forty Eight Hour Film Festival. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah dude. he's always there, and he's always. That's what I love about this like this little community we have here in Vancouver. Everybody like it's so small. You think it's huge, but it's not. It's very small. Yeah. It's it's very small, especially when you travel and you see other metropolis. Then you're just like, wow, this, it's sprawling. Yeah, and this is like a very tight. Like basically, everyone's just trying to live in like a very like 12 block radius <laughs> which is kind of true silly but it's like everything happens in vancouver in this little 12 block radius and of course yeah. suburbs are packed obviously but <laughs> you know what i'm saying obviously yeah so so like after you win and and you produce the short what, what happens distribution so yeah we get distribution on telus so it's on if you have telus on demand at home you can look into search up tips there's a whole story hive right now yeah of course oh it's right going now. down right now Um, but so then what you did after that was they, once you've completed it, they put us all into another competition of voting that one out of all the 15 winners is going to get $50,000 to complete the web series and actually get to shoot the next five episodes. And unfortunately we were in the bracket with, uh, Vancouver's own Joel McCarthy, like independent film legend and his show inconceivable, which is Mm -hmm. award winning and just all over. It was great. So, you know, I lost the best. 
So, that's okay. Yeah. We, you know, we but, have... I competed, but I competed with and I did a fucking good job. <laughs> that's good, right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I take pride in that. I, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. We have similar similar story. Again, yet another common story yeah. where we, uh, we are the uh, second best overall podcast in Vancouver, according to the West Ender, now defunct. So we can't even actually change that. So it's like literally we were the last ones to be named. In oh, the, no. And, the, and then the magazine ended after 69 years or seven years or something. <laughs> so like after it ends, I was like, okay, we can't avenge this. So we got to just embrace it. But we also lost to the best. We lost to uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself, which yeah. is like, you know, Graham. Like those guys are like, they've been doing it. I think they've been doing it longer. What do we find out? They've been doing it longer than... Like Kevin Smith and Smodcast, Holy which shit. is like eleven years or yeah. something like that. So yeah, the, been orig- the original podcast, long then. time, yeah. So like, it'd be weird if we beat them, right? Yeah. So I'm like, but just being right beside, you know what I mean? It's still such an achievement. I know, love it. Up there, yeah. I you know. I read the, the if Shane you are Clark the best. Bit. Like, yeah. we all can't be Kanye. We don't can't all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best podcasts of all time. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously though, I ran into Shane Clark, friend of the show, like the week of the the. The award being announced, yeah, and he was like, "So you know that this is the award? Like you, you basically won, right?" He's like, "You know that they were going to win, so that you basically won first. And I was like, uh, "I don't know." He goes, "He goes, but you'll never beat them." Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't kind of work that way, but thank you. I, yeah. So we, we won. We won the second best. I, I love guess, Shane. Right? So I was just like, "Yeah, thanks, dude." I think That's I ran cool. into him at the Rio Theater actually when he said that. I, I seem to think that. I, I think if uh, Inconceivable wasn't there, we we would have won. Yeah. So. I, I'm, I'm the same. I'm, I'm a second. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I'll take it. It's really funny because uh, Jordy, who is the director and mm-hmm. a great guy from film school, one of my best friends, his dad is uh, Fabian Joseph, a two-time Olympic silver medal champion. He was. Uh, I didn't know that about Yeah, Jordy. his what? dad was the Olympic, or team, sorry, men's hockey. He was the captain for the two years, 94, 96. When they did the Winter Olympics back, back, yeah, he was the captain when there was no NHL team. His dad's Fabian Joseph. Yeah, man. How come this has never come up in conversation before? Hey, Jordy doesn't talk about him. I talk about him more. <laughs> like, dude, that's wild. <laughs> Every time I'm with Jordy anywhere, I'm like, you, do you know who his dad is? That's crazy. Yeah, like, Jordy's a great screenwriter. Usually, it's well. like my dad can beat up yours. I'm like, Jordy's dad can beat up your dad. Yeah, <laughs> like Jordy's dad has two Olympic medals. Yeah. Son. So when we got the news that Inconceivable one, I guess uh, Jordy showed me. Uh, the voice message his dad left him and his dad would be like, hey, don't worry, son. Like, uh, I got a couple silver medals myself. Like, <laughs> so it, was just, it was such a cool, yeah. like, hearing that, being like, you know, second place is fucking pretty right. good. And it's like, we have a winning tradition. Yeah. I don't know if family. we got second. In my mind, we did, because yeah. there's, there's only the first place. But that's right. I call myself right there. Dude, you're in a around. bracket with, like, the toughest team, basically. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's and okay. like I said, congratulations. Like, this is long, not long overdue, but yeah. I lost the best, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, your, your approach to all this is just so admirable. <laughs> I really like it. I, I, I love I, you. I, li- I like it so much because there's, a, there's this weird like characteristic that follows people in our industry. I yeah. don't know why, but it's like anyone who just experiences like a little bit of any kind of success – it's just immediately like it, it just seems to rocket to their head, and they just don't have any like no grant like they have no no semblance of any kind of uh, like decorum anymore. It's just like it's just gone. They're like <laughs> like well, that's what I'm doing, and blah blah blah. And you don't have that at all. Mm-mm. You don't have any any kind of errors on you at all. I don't want I, that. I don't, I don't, I don't get that at all. And, and, and even better, everyone you surround yourself with doesn't have that. That's my favorite part. Is like it's not like you're just like 
the humble guy on a team of assholes or something. Like, it's like everyone's super cool. Oh, well, it, it took a lot to get this way. Like, seriously, in my 20s, I was an asshole, and I didn't really care, and I surrounded myself with the wrong people. Like, I, I experienced all that. Really? Oh, yeah, man. I was not, like, not bad people and all, just people that weren't, like, as Mizzy always says it, it's like, you know, you want to be around people that make you a better person, people that <laughs> you want to see, you know what I mean? Like, it's funny, I tell that to Mizzy. Okay. That's so funny to hear him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all goes full circle, allegedly, man. Allegedly, allegedly. That's good. That's yeah. it. Nah, we, but, tell, we tell each other that. But it's the truth. Yeah. It is. Like, and there's, like... You know, I, I I did a lot of stupid shit and hung out with stupid people, but I I, th- I thought it was the right thing at the time. Like he he's on to something because like you have to put uh, the right the right players on your roster. You got to know course. what you're what you're gonna do with that. Exactly. You don't want to be part of the losing said. team because no. you chose to put yourself on it. Right? No, 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 exactly. the 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 reason that you've been able to um, put this team together, though, do you think it's because you're able to determine now when people are bad news right off the one hundred percent. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, I'm sure a lot of people think I'm bad news still. Really? Oh yeah, because I'm a big, loud, and aggressive. I'm, a, I'm an aggressive guy, especially if I had a few beers in yeah. that. This, it's I all just love, beers? though. Yeah. yeah, it's not a big deal. No, but when when a bottle of tequila hits me, I'm a fuck up. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, but I can definitely see, like, it's the same thing that you said, like, when meeting you. It's just that instant connection when you know people are on the same page and people are looking out for the same things. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to be with that. Like, if I'm running to somebody and the first thing, you know, they're like, let's go. I say I have a girlfriend or something. They're like, yeah, well, let's go find girls. You know, right there, it's like a bad you know, bad like vibe from it's anybody. A good mix. No, it's not like, a good mix. You're, like, I, I, you're gonna get me caught up. I've learned. <laughs> well, I would never, but I'm just. I've no, learned, no, no, no. I'm not saying you. Would. I'm just I've saying learned like, to make the smart decisions, yeah. and you know, first qualities and first reactions yeah. of who's who's gonna be good for me. So exactly, that's yeah. a good way of looking. And that's why, like my team, the people that I work with, like they're all friends from film school, and like all my best friends, and all everyone that I hang around with, they're still the guys from when I was like 16, yeah. 18. And I've had lots of like good friends come and go throughout time, but the ones that still stick with me and the ones that I talk to, and when I see them, it's like I haven't seen my best friend. I see him once or twice a year, but it's when I see him, it's nothing has ever changed. No, yeah. Shout out to Lee Tanner. What's up, bud? That's the that's the best friendships right there, man. <laughs> because that's what it should be. It should be like no time has passed me. Pick up right where we left off. Yeah, yeah. I have friends like that that I, I, I actually feel bad that I don't keep in contact more, but it's almost like this is our new dynamic, though. Yeah. Right. You have to kind of accept that. I think it's part of getting older. And if you, because if you like forced it and like, oh, I got to call him just because, or you know, just, yeah, you call. If there's any fucking thing exciting, you know, you're gonna get that phone call. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be. It's funny. I was just in London, and like my best friend, I didn't tell him I was going. So when we got there, he's just like Steve checks into London. He's just like fucking dub TF. Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> <laughs> don't tell. But it's just good to see that. That's a know? good. See, and that, that that's just you right there. Like yeah. you're able to like make a story. Out of any, like you're like, I could let him know ahead of time. You're like, yeah, but I'm just gonna pop in on him. I like yeah, that. and then I'll send him a present when I get him. Yeah, I like it's that on shit. his way, bud. Oh. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I like this man. Um, I, I think now would be a good opportunity mm-hmm. to let people know about an amazing opportunity available at floathouse.ca. What's floathouse? Oh, it's simply the best way to spend 90 minutes of your time doing what you might ask. Um, how about? unlocking the mysteries of your mind or just relaxing in total darkness and tranquility. It's amazing sensory deprivation experience. It's so cool. And right now, if you go to floathouse.ca 
you can get 20% off your next float simply by using our podcast promo code. And that podcast promo code is CMART. I, I podcast. That's right. That's I, I podcast. And it gets you 20% off your next float, which is an amazing deal. I can't tell you how amazing that is. People have taken advantage of it all the time. You should take advantage of it. I've never done it, and I think I would like to. Dude, you would, move. you would yeah, love floating. Move. You would love floating. Yeah. Well, for all the people, though, that are listening to this, like, you just, the whole, like, it's a temple. zen of this it's place. A temple. Yeah, it's a total man. zen temple. That's I what wanna, it feels like. like I was saying earlier, I just want to nap when I'm here. <clears> it's got this great vibe, and it's a beautiful place, so... If it's just this on the outside, I imagine what it's like inside that tank. Oh, it's it's absolutely it's a it's a game changer. It makes you feel like you're really exploring the recesses of your thoughts. Like, and, and you know what? Some people, I gotta be a, a totally transparent. It's not that deep for some people. Some people yeah. just like it being quiet and no light for a little while. Mm-hmm. That's fine. They, they enjoy that, and that's cool. Some people's lifestyles like deal, really. need that. Sorry. It's ideal, really. Yeah, it's totally yeah. ideal. Yeah, <laughs> like like it's for some people. Like if you don't have that opportunity in your life to do that every day or, or commonly, mm-hmm. then yeah, it's it's an amazing opportunity. Well, but, good example. We talked to someone before yeah. the show who says they like to write lying down in the shower. That's right. Yes, which is shout interesting. Out, and I think shout that, out like, to Sparky. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think deprivation tank kind of a similar like kind of, of spot where you can just kind of fucking chill. We should get and ponder Sparky. Some stuff. I'm gonna get Sparky a, a float here. I yeah, he probably be he, he took it. care of us for a while. Is yeah. that the uh, yeah, friend of the show? Yeah. Also uh, mixes a few drinks for us. Yeah, you just met him, right? Yeah, you just yeah. met him, right? Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. We we love him, but uh, yeah, Sparky's but uh, similar kind of thing. Yeah, that's right, man. You know, I didn't even put that together. Cause you're smart for that. Oh, right. I, I didn't even put that guy. together. That's that's awesome. That uh, yeah, he's, he told us he he likes to lay down in the shower and write yeah. jokes for stand up. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's time to float, buddy. Yeah, he writes stand up laying down. That's fucking. Anyway, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, all that being said, yeah. check out floathouse.ca and use our podcast promo code IIPodcast and get yourself 20% off your next I, I float. Lowercase I, lowercase I, podcast. Podcast. I, I, podcast. Easy. Just like that. Killer? Right. Mm-hmm. Did I jump the gun on the timing for that? Nope, you're good. No, we're good because I, I didn't. I've lost my internal chronometer. Yeah, I feel like... I was like, "Where am I on this?" Yeah. yeah. Um, Where are we? I don't. Even I do remember. well. Let me let me bring you back to this. Yeah. Okay. So post tips, you're doing uh, uh, production. You're still working with the the same amazing team we've been building. Same up. amazing team: Jordy Joseph, Matthias London, Leah Conan, Nick Nadon, all from my class one six two. It's better than you. Uh-huh. <laughs> VFS. Lydian <laughs> Cohen, by the way, is uh, just amazing person. I, I just I think she's so awesome, talented, very talented. She's very talented, yeah. and uh, I had the opportunity to work with her and yourself mm-hmm. recently at the Running Gun Festival. Yes, that's put on by uh, Joel McCarthy as well. And yeah, his, uh, this is a Spoon Studio. Uh, they're actually doing a horror fest one coming up here too. So really, we're gonna have to collab on that Ooh, again. I got to tell you this spooky. though, being in the Running Gun, so going to. Your house there. That was an experience. Because uh, you have should probably explain what Run and Gun okay, is first. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So Run and Gun is a 48-hour film festival where you get uh, surprise elements at a certain time. So it was like Friday mm. at 6 p.m. You give you three elements. <laughs> like and a you need to series. Exactly. Yeah. You need to write, Trillage. shoot, edit, sound design, cast, every single... <clears throat> well, I know you could cast before, sorry. But you have to do it all, and it has to be delivered in 48 hours to this one location. Hard, like hard limit. Yeah, like if you miss it, you're fucked. So How many teams entered this year? I think there was, I think they showcased 30, but I think there might have been 40 teams. There was like, I think it was closer to like, like 48, something like that yeah. teams entered, but only like 
27 or 28 actually God, actually finished hit on the time, deadline. Yeah. yeah. Something like, something like that. I don't, I don't know. But you asked me, this is my favorite part of this, in January of this year, Steve, Steve and I <laughs> run into each other and we start chatting. And Steve's like, hey, you know what? I'm putting together this team for this thing. I think you'd be great for it. He's like, do you want to do, do some like sound or something? Like, he's like, it's not a big deal. It's like, we get 48 hours to do it. He gives me the pitch that he just literally said there. And then he goes, it's cool, man. Like, honestly, for audio, you probably get like five hours to do it. He's like, you think you could do it? And I was like, sounds like a cool challenge. That was January. I didn't even think about it again. Like a week out from running gun, Steve messages me. He's just like, "Hey, you ready to do this film festival?" I'm like, "What?" He's like, "He's like, yeah." He's like, "Don't worry, you're gonna get like five hours to do it. I'm gonna be fine." Yeah. What happened, Steve? Zero oh. hours sleep, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. Um, so I was like on call all weekend. Basically. We were we were supposed to be at your house, I think, at 10 a.m. and we had 10 to two or something was our time. Yeah, we had a hard. What was our hard deadline? Was our like? hard deadline was I think two. It was supposed to be two. Yeah. But I think we showed up at one thirty. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "That's an aggressive schedule." Yeah, but I think we we still had about an hour, an hour and a half to two hours to do it. And Leah was so exhausted; she was sleeping on your couch. She wouldn't crash on the couch. Liz and, came home and was like, "Who's you know, hanging out?" So me and we're just in the. So you got to imagine there's this room that for your little studio space is great, so quiet and so intimate, and like you're in there and we're just staring at the screen trying just to figure it out and creating the sounds and just watching this master work at like all your skills oh, you're very kind and we're pushing the time like fuck like i'm like we got to get back we have to export we still have to render we have all the stuff we need to do with so little time so unfortunately i'm kind of pushing on jamie here to <laughs> speed it up speed it up and he's like well what can we do i'm like no he's like well we got to listen over i'm like no we got to go i didn't even let us quality check the track and thank god you made us and we found a couple of little Dude. little mistakes <laughs> right the, just finished it's it. a, it's a five minute short film and uh i was checking the 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 size of it the whole time so I was like, I was like, well, here's the audio file, and here's here's how much it is. And when I was just about to transfer it over, I was like, wait a minute. And you're like, no, no, we have no time. We have no time. And I was like, just let me look. I looked. It was only half. It would have only been three minutes of audio. I was oh, like, I was no, like, oh my no. god. So and it would have been my fault. Just it would have ruined. Fault. No, it would have been my fault no, because no, I was, no, no, I should let you double check your work. That was I would, a I would, complete n- mistake. hundred percent my fault. But Steve, they would have crucified the audio guy upside down. They would yeah, never uh, let you. I wouldn't have let it go to you. I would have said I did audio. You're a good guy. Yeah. You also came in. This is my best part. <laughs> my, my favorite part. He also he's like. Uh, He's like, because originally it was like, hey, would you mix for this? And I was like, sure. And then he was like, do we have these like narration parts for it? Do you think you could do that? And I was like, sure. Boom. Just like basically one take these because we have no time. So I was just like, okay, here it goes. Boom, boom, boom. And then he's, they're like, okay, can you like score this like scene? And I was like, fuck. Okay. So like just the hardest. It was really fun, man. I had so much fun doing it. Knowing, knowing that there was real life consequences if you didn't do it was like, a lot of motivation but well, it, was, it was fun man I it was fun time. man it was I, cool it was good to, you know I was, I was telling this to liz actually the night of the premiere because we actually that's a cool part about this festival for anyone who's like yeah wants to check it out but like uh all the if your name a finalist which we were yeah there's a special finalist showing there um, is. everyone gets shown but then like there's a finalist showing uh with awards and stuff handed out but uh, uh, uh leah dean cohen yes she, she uh, uh as a director this now this is I want to share this just because I feel like this this is I, this is my favorite part of this whole thing. She told me when you guys arrived at my house that morning or afternoon, whatever, because you guys came in just like white hot, like yeah. you're like we gotta get this done. Right? <laughs> We're yeah, fucked up. She came in and she was like, she's like, I gotta be honest, I don't know what we have here. 
I actually think I might not even put my name on this. And I was like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, I don't know. She's like, I'm really, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, just relax, go lay down. Yeah. Get she, out of here. Let the boys right? work. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah. So we're like, okay, so whatever. It ends up at the end when she's like listening through it, she's like, okay, I actually like love this now. Like, like she's like, she's like the sound, like actually like brought me into it or whatever. Like that. I was it like, really did. I was like, so amazing. And then, uh, of our of our uh, just aside from being uh, nominated as a finalist, which was amazing, yeah. Um, but our only individual award was for Leia to get uh, best director. Best director, yeah. So I love that she would have not actually gotten that uh, nomination for her name if she hadn't, if I hadn't like uh, maybe impressed upon her. Yeah, you know, and that's that's why I was just like, oh, I'm glad to be part of the team. Exactly, like, it's like everyone yeah. coming together. You know what I mean? And that's the it's. It's kind of like the construction of it all, right? Yeah. Like, there's all the different elements come together to make the masterpiece of the artwork that we worked so hard for. It's it's something about that little room, though. You're like, Dude. I I do like, like, it's it's pretty new for me to be in there. We've only been in there since uh, September of 2016. Yeah. And then I've only actually had it ready for sessions the last, like, four months, five I've months. I've been in there twi- two or three times now, I think. Yeah. Right. But both times, it's hilarious. Like, as soon as it get hard to work there, boom, in comes the cat. Just mashing the keyboards, laying <laughs> yeah. on the script. Which cat is it? Is it great? Yeah, ATS. Oh, yeah. the small. Yeah, Alexander the small. He just jumps. That's hilarious. Jumps up, man. He's so funny because he, like, he just hears the keys once. If anyone's ever watched my live piano streams watching this, it's like, it's like on, you could just schedule it. He's going to jump up, like, in five seconds, basically. Yeah. It's just silly like that. But, yeah, man, it's, it's fun. We also did recently another thing, a little car thing. I don't know if we could talk about that. Yeah, of course. Can we talk yeah. about that? Yeah. yeah. We did, uh, also, Steve tapped me recently to do voiceovers and score uh, a Chevrolet 2018, a Chevrolet Volt. A Chevrolet Volt, electronic Chevrolet Volt, yeah. Yeah. So, One of my uh, good friends, Clayton Penner, turned in his old, like, he's, he drives a dump truck for the city, he used to drive logging trucks, always had big Ford, like... Brand new, jacked up Forza, and he decided to trade it all in for a little electric Chevy Volt. And yeah. When when they purchased it, they said they have 45 days to make a video about why you love it. And so he just called me and was like, hey, man, can we do this? And he thought he was going to get this little, like, me with an iPhone filming him going, like, <laughs> I like my car, yay. And that, It was but, like a full-on, before I even... Before I had anything to do with it, and I and I'm just whatever, I'm I'm just some guy, but like fucking, <laughs> you showed me like basically a finished commercial, and I was just like, what do, like what do I do with it? You know, kind of thing. Just, <laughs> what you did was you made it the masterpiece it was, and I think we're gonna win like this. I think we have a good chance. I think we have because, a very strong chance. Yeah, like, of winning this. That's uh, what Stories thing. Beach Production does, baby. Yeah. Fucking we'll go film there, it. Yeah. yeah, we have a, a <laughs> successful history of tradition of winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, like I hope so. Yeah, I dude. So. I. I I mean, I know there's a lot of stuff coming up uh, that we're putting together, yeah. but uh, I'm we very were, excited. You yeah. also, you, uh, your company also did uh, Uji's, uh, all, all his uh, album pre-album release stuff. Yeah, on, the on, promos for his yeah. Thank God for Death album. We yeah. threw together a couple of those. We're actually, me and Uji, I've been with him the last couple of nights. We're working on throwing together the first video. Oh, nice. That, Is so. it for Iran? No, it's not. No, it's not for Iran. Really? No. Hmm. Yeah. As there's a fellow producer, some, there's I was like, work, hey. There's some secret work going on. Like, I'm not, I'm not okay. speaking about it, but right. we, we're, we're working on a couple tracks there. We, we've got a couple good ideas, but I'll be working a lot with yeah. him, like with good. any of the Holy Sock gang. Yeah, shout you know, out the like, Holy Sock gang. Holy! 
Mm-hmm. Holy. Exactly. Love these guys, man. Glad to be a part of the Holy Saw gang. It's fam. It's, <clears throat> as Mizzy would say, fam. It's holy fam. <laughs> holy yeah. fam. That was my favorite part at the uh, at the Running Gun uh, video from uh, the the festival. Like all all the screenings, it's like a totally black theater, uh, like just totally dark in there. And then all you hear is just holy. And I was like, <laughs> I think Steve is like sitting down from us. Yeah, I had no idea. That's hilarious. Man. That was yeah, good. yeah, that was a cool experience. And what else? Mulligan. We still right Mulligan. We shot that. That was my first uh, independent. Like, without grants and all that, mm-hmm. and funding into it, and getting my partner, Alex, uh, who I haven't talked about, shout out to him, too. Um, get I did mention with, co-founder. Yeah, co-founder. So the yeah, errors out there, people yeah. are like, who is this mystery partner? Yeah, so this all you're going to know is his name is Alex, and he's Alex. a Russian, and he will kill you. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. See, with kindness. Kindness. Kill you with kindness. Kill you with kindness. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Kindest guy ever. I met uh, Alex, actually, just briefly. Outside. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so I met Alex in 2017 uh, in acting class. Oh, wow. And yeah, we used yeah, the way he'll say that. I, like to me, he was just this, this little muscly guy, just a little smiling all the time with his fucking broken English accent. You produce just, films. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. <laughs> People are like, hey, you produce films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So bubbly. Yeah. And uh, just instant connection. And then we just started hanging out. We both had the same dreams. And yeah, we, you know, he's a great guy. And I'm so. Excited to build this business with him. Yeah, well. man. Yeah, it's pretty rad. And uh, I'm I'm very proud to say I'm part of this project. And uh, mm. I'm really looking forward to seeing what's what's coming up next, man. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Well, dude. we'll be back in that little room for Mulligan sooner than you think. Very soon, actually, yeah. dude. My favorite part about that little room is that there's we were talking about this before the show, but there there's no room for fucking around in there no like like i've been in studios that are like really really huge and, and really small and whatever but like the, it seems like the big ones there's a lot of wasted time with people just like fucking around on their phones or go grab food in and out like there's it just seems like the smaller the room like the, yeah my room's small like my, my little production suite at home is like very small mm-hmm. but there's it just breeds accountability because like there's no there's no way you and I are going to be on our phones and they're like what are we doing like, no it's know? it's like like you said man it's you get in there you're you're getting to work yeah like exactly. that's it let's get this shit done it. and that's where you look if you look at most like any sound booths and all that like if you go to the library they have all these little small enclosed about the same size and you just see people two people in there and they're just working they're grinding yeah and that's the you know get down to business those ones are really nice yeah they too. are yeah, and yeah. they're free good yeah <laughs> donated by a network founder oh. actually which is really good um dude yeah this dude. is i gotta say this this breezed by really quick yeah fuck is it a close to over yeah i don't know already gonna, this is gonna be the longest podcast there is dude we're going into episode 173 let's do it right now <laughs> so oh, you weren't wrong At oh the beginning, shit you did ladies and gentlemen how you fucking doing predicting the future MD that's, right. that's right that's right <laughs> uh i want to know uh how can people follow you if they're so inclined oh well if you would like to reach out like i said i'm my company is here, and we're we're looking for artists to work with, collaborate with. Uh, we're here to be there for your vision. So, if you're interested in getting a video done for anything that you need, you can go to www.storiesbeach.com, where you got all the info you need as well, and you can see some of our promo videos as well as short films that we worked on. Um, Facebook, you know, this is my name, Steve Michael, Steve Mike M I C H E L L. Steve Michael, <laughs> yeah. kind of like Mitchell, Michelle, most people say. And yeah. on good old Instagram, Stories Beach. There's another commonality we have. We both have unique 
uh, names and spellings of it and yeah. people always think it's different someone called me Jaime the other day what yeah did I tell you this <laughs> secret someone, someone Jaime yeah someone called out my order for food and they're like Jaime and I was like what <laughs> I was like do it you mean an- Jamie and they're like yeah. it is annoyingly spelled like I was like it's phonetical it's just Jamie it's very straightforward well, I get, my last name is it's it's pronounced Michael but it looks like Mitchell or Michelle so fuck my whole life I go by any of them if someone calls me Steve Michael, I'm I'm very impressed. Like, Dude, I've pitched this before, but yeah. why don't you just change your on like air credits to just Steve Michael? Just, <laughs> just change it, just fucking straight up, just like change your your thing. Oh, there you go. Oh, you're throwing up the names there. Yeah, is that on live right now? Everyone seen that? Yeah. Oh yeah, look at this. Dropping the names, nice. Yeah, so that's the team right there. Clicking on the pictures, you can locate anybody on their Facebooks. Everyone's story so speech. Such a great team, man. Yeah. Honestly. Um, dude, mm-hmm. I'm very grateful you came to do this. I'm today. very grateful to be here, man. I like told I you said. it goes so fast. No, it's, it does. It's, like it's, you wouldn't by. even know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, like, it's very quick. Um, I'm I'm uh I'm probably uh not being very forthright with our listeners recently. I I, I try to be as like honest as possible about stuff and I haven't been, and so maybe it's now's a good time just to let people know. I'll just say a quick. This is only a one minute thing, and then uh, you guys can tune in for the next few weeks and see what's up. But basically, uh, due to like production stuff ramping up and uh, some other factors, I'll get into it in a couple of weeks here. But uh, the show is actually winding down, and before you're like, "What show?" I'm like, "Well." this show yeah like this this podcast pretty fucking tear to my eye uh well i mean it shouldn't be a sad thing though because it's like we've done some pretty rad things on the show we brought a lot of cool people to the forefront of of people's minds i think and you know further to that point we actually have like a wealth of memories that we've forever cemented now on the internet they'll just forever be out there it's totally archived and everyone like we're already starting to see people that are like blowing up when they first came on our show and they're just like headlining or, or just starting out in their, their profession. And now they're winning awards and, you know, touring the world and things like that. It's like, dude, that's awesome. You, yeah. I want to see that. And along the way, they're going to have to be like, well, where do they start? Did they ever do media interviews in the, in the meantime? And I don't know. I, I, I said, I was just going to do a quick little piece on this, but I'll just say like, yeah, the show is going to be winding down. And uh, it's a happy thing. It's not a bad thing. It's actually like a really cool thing. And, and I'm excited for what's next. I'm not like, I'm not That's sad like, or anything like that. That's awesome. I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah. I actually feel a bit of relief, <laughs> to be honest with you, just a little bit. But that being We're said. cut this part, though. It's going to be hard cut. No one will ever know that this was announced. He does this every show. He yeah. says it and then cuts it. This is his 170 second time. Every fucking show in oh, this guy. Like, yeah. Shut up with this bullshit. Yeah. Quit You're going to be doing this for your life. Yeah. <laughs> quit the show 172 times this now. This is Intergalactic <laughs> Interviews, episode 373,000. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. Um, but if you do like the show, we do appreciate it. If you do follow us, check out intergalactic interviews we're available on itunes and youtube and stitcher we're also available uh for you yeah 
for SoundCloud. We're also available for you to drop reviews. If you like this show, if you like this content, maybe you're a new listener, go ahead and check us out. Let us know. Maybe try and keep us. Yeah. Maybe you're like, ah, don't leave yet. That's for you, Mom, when yeah. you're done reading this. I want some comments. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if, uh, if you feel like, oh, this show is uh, rad and we don't want it to end, uh, let us know. I don't know. Maybe... Uh, We'll give it the old college try. We'll figure oh, yeah. out what's going on. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm very grateful for anyone who watches or listens uh, every week and, and sticks with us. I mean, I mean, like, I never thought we'd be this far along in the episode. I never thought I'd be in this chair. Dude, I'm proud that you're episode 172. I really am. I'm proud really, to be here, I'm man. I'm super stoked. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check out Stories Beach Productions. It's very easy to search. And uh, Steve Michael. Yes. You're a consummate professional. Oh. I really, really enjoy hanging out with you, bro. I really enjoy hanging out with you, too, my friend. Uh, c how can people follow you if they're so inclined? Not a thing that uh, I would do. Excellent. And the following message is for everyone else out there. Uh, we love you guys very much. Stay uh-huh. true to yourselves. We love you. We love you. Mom and Dad, I love you. Sisters, <laughs> kids, everybody else, family. Funkle, what up? You guys are the best. Uh, we love you all. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.